You're listening to 30 Minute Expert. I'm Katie. And I'm Zach. Every episode, I challenge Zach to become an expert on a totally random topic. And if that's not hard enough, I only have 30 minutes to do it. We want to prove that no matter who you are, or how much education you have, with a little help from the internet, anyone can become an expert on any topic in the world. Guess what, everybody? Another... Reversing the roles episode. I'm going to suggest a topic for Katie to have to study. How fun is that for me? Yeah, fun for you. And maybe for you too. No, it'll be fun. Oh, you meant the listeners. It'll be fun for me as well. I like learning things too. Good. Yeah, that's why we do this because I, yeah, I know it's, uh, makes you happy. And it's nice. It takes, it's nice to take a break from heavy, boring law books. Anyway, and it's nice to can take you a imagine break from like, of researching your topic random is civil stuff. procedure, the intricacies <laughs> of joinder. I would that be would like, be no! evil. I would seriously cry. I hated joinder. Well, luckily for you, that's not at all what I was thinking. Thank goodness. What is it? Um, I was gonna actually do a criminal procedure. No, actually, no? I like that way more. But but still, I've had enough. I was thinking, and. I really don't know the difference between the North and the South Pole. Are they different? Well, Zach, they are different. I mean, obviously, they're on on opposite ends of the Earth. What's on the bottom? But are they geographically different? Are they, do they have a very different climate? Or are they, like, identical? These are questions that I don't know. So I was wondering... This is a complicated topic. Perhaps you could answer the question of what is the difference between the North and South Pole? Or alternatively, my original idea mm-hmm. was for you to do an episode about Antarctica. All right. Simply. I, I could hopefully encompass both of those things. I don't want to ask too much of you. So I would say we'll maybe do an episode on on Antarctica and mm-hmm. and if you can along the way figure out if and how. Because Antarctica is the south, right? Yes. You okay. know that. No, I, this, is, this is what I'm saying. I don't. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, it's a good thing we're covering it. Yeah. I think the main differences are there's only penguins in the South Pole and Santa Claus lives in the North Pole. Is that true? Mm-hmm. Both About of those Santa are true. Claus? Yes. What, did you think he lived in the South Pole? No, I just didn't know that he was real. This He's is crazy. He's definitely real. <laughs> okay. Does that make sense, though? Yep, it does. I'm awesome. excited. Antarctica. I have a. I feel like I have a special place in my heart for Antarctica now because of uh, Where'd You Go, Bernadette, the yeah. movie that I was in, and she, Kate Blanchett, goes to Antarctica. Um, did they film in Antarctica? At yeah, all? they did. They did. They. I don't think any of the actors went to Antarctica, but they did I have a team know. that went down because I think the the actors they filmed up in Greenland. Um, that's oh, where. Okay. The yeah, but Antarctica definitely was. at the end where they are yeah. building that. Um, what what, the, what is it that it's they're building? A, a research lab. Yeah. When they're yeah, building that uh-huh. at the end, that is actually in Antarctica. Yeah. And a lot of there's like drone footage. Yeah, of, of course. Other just icebergs. Shots. I don't know. Uh, I think so, yeah, yeah. This will be great. I'm fascinated with Antarctica. I thought you kind of liked it. That's that's I why I, I figured it would be a good fit. Yeah. I get a real kick out of it. Although I hate being cold. So, wow. What a conundrum. Who would have thought? Okay, do you feel safe learning about Antarctica? I do. I'll bundle up, put on my cabin socks and a parka, and I'll get to it. Is it true that it's hot on the South Pole? No, that's not true. Oh. So this turned out to be kind of a complicated topic. I think it just felt a little scientific to me once you get into 
what's Antarctica like? There's a lot of numbers and negative numbers and things really? like that. Well, because it's so cold. Oh, okay. <laughs> but well, um, also I didn't give you a very defined uh, topic. Yeah. So well, I, didn't I make ended it easy up. On you. Yeah, I ended up doing just finding out what there is to find out about Antarctica, and then I did uh, do some basic research on what's the difference. You know, what's the difference between the North and the South Pole? What's it like up on the top? What's it like on the bottom? How are they the same? How are they different? And uh, it turns out they're pretty. Pretty different. Actually, very different, which is funny, really? right? Wow, They're yeah, that is. Different. I would imagine them being the exact same. I know. I could totally imagine that too, but not true at all. I will get into that a little bit later. So first of all, Antarctica is a continent that is on the very bottom of the Earth. So the set, the South Pole, the most southern point of the Earth, mm-hmm. is on antarctica you know like the antarctica encompasses the south pole and do they have a pole there an actual pole sticking out the ground yeah no really no marker at all it's really hard to get to like few people even ever go there i know but once they get there what are they going to do besides put a I think by the time you get there, you you can't have carried a pole the whole way. You're, like, too tired. doesn't have to be a big pole. <laughs> so Antarctica is the coldest, windiest, and driest continent. The more you read and learn about Antarctica, the more you're like, wow, this doesn't sound like a nice place to be. It barely even feels like Earth. It barely even seems like Earth. I agree. Um, it, it isn't like anywhere else on earth and nowhere. Cause like I said, it, even the nor- North pole is not like this. So Antarctica, the continent is about one and a half times the size of the United States. It's nearly twice the size of Australia. So it's like fairly big. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because this, the size of it varies throughout the year because of ice melting and freezing. Oh, wow. Enough that it actually, like, is a uh, noticeable difference in size. That's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah, definitely. It's divided into East and West Antarctica. East Antarctica is, it makes That's the nice part. (laughs) That's bigger. It's about two-thirds of the continent. um, And then West Antarctica is about one-third. And then there's the Trans-Antarctic Mountains is a mountain range down there. That spans kind of right across the middle, it seems like. So is it land or is it just ice? It is land. There is land there. But the land is covered with an average of... The ice is like one to two miles thick. What? Yeah. Yeah. So yes, there is land, but... How do they know? Because scientists are, they're smart. They're good at finding these things out. But you and I wouldn't know because, yeah, there's a ton of ice. Antarctica has 80 to 90% of all the fresh water on Earth is frozen in ice in Antarctica. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. It makes sense, though, when you think of a mile of ice. Yeah, covering the area that's twice the size of Australia. Yeah, it's massive. Interesting. Oh, so if you're picturing it, uh, you know, you might think of it as like one gigantic ice cube or something, but it's really not like that. It had there's glaciers, 
just glacian along mm-hmm. down there. They crack and break the ice. Everything's kind of moving a little bit. And even, I don't, do you remember in Where'd You Go Bernadette when they were building the building for down there and yeah. it needed to move? Yeah. Because, yeah, because like it's constantly shifting because of this whole situation with ice. Oh, right. Okay, I remember that. Yeah. So, um, and then I, when I was reading about it, it says, so it's not a smooth sheet of ice. There's glaciers, and they're always cracking the ice, and there's um, crevasses, and there'll be crevasse fields with cracks hundreds of feet Ugh. deep that are hidden by, like, a shallow layer of snow. It's that, gave just, me, that gave me goosebumps. Right? It's just, like, you're gonna die. Like, don't go there. It seems very terrifying. Because you're just walking along and it looks like it's just this nice little snow and then you take a step and you fall down like 200 feet into yeah, an ice crevasse. But not if you're carrying a pole that True, you plan on stamping in the, the middle of the yeah. the the southernmost point of the earth. This, if you were carrying a pole, mm-hmm. you wouldn't fall into a narrow crevasse. The pole idea is growing on me. So it's like even if you're not going to put the pole in the ground, if you're going to the South Pole to antarctica i'd carry a pole if i were you good good idea so like i said we have east and west antarctica east is way bigger the closest point antarctica gets to any other land is to uh south america and drake's passage right yeah uh (laughs) uh-huh and if you if you can picture south america you know it kind of comes to a point at the end yeah and it's really far south it is it's like not that far from antarctica yeah it's not that like a few hundred miles antarctica like happens to have this little um peninsula kind of yeah a bit of it kind of reaches out towards south america so that's the the closest tip or the closest part to any other land mass interestingly enough even though antarctica has all this ice so technically all this water down there um it's classified as a desert because so little moisture falls there um, so is that what like that's what defines a desert is the level of precipitation yeah i think so as far as i could understand they receive an average of it says the inner regions of the continent receive an average of two inches of precipitation each year and to put that in perspective, much of the Sahara Desert gets twice that much each year. So Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's shocking. I feel like yeah. we go nine months at a time without having an yeah. inch of precipitation. Here in Los Angeles, I think we might be beating Antarctica nowadays. But... And the Sahara. Wait, so that's that's so weird. So there's virtually, if not literally, no snow there's no, in Antarctica. There's no precipitation, yeah. Um, if they, it's just but there ice. are blizzards, massive storms, but what they are is just wind picking up snow and tossing it around everywhere. It's not actually falling from the sky. I it's guess that's true, too. Windy. When it does snow, that snow doesn't melt. Yeah, nothing so, melts. So it's going to stick around forever. Or turn into ice itself, yeah. and obviously that's where the mile of ice has come from in the first place. But um, yeah, that's crazy to think that it's not snowy there. You wouldn't like make tracks walking through the snow; it would just be ice everywhere. Yeah, I mean, maybe you there's a little tracks, dusting of maybe, snow, but yeah, no, there is snow, but it isn't. It just exists. It's just been there for a long time. It's not because it just snowed yesterday or something uh-huh. like that. Uh-huh. It just kind of blows around all the time. I guess now is a good time as any to get into the differences between the North Pole and the South Pole because I haven't said yet 
how cold it is there. So the North, well, okay, the South Pole, it ranges from negative 18 degrees Fahrenheit to negative 76 degrees Fahrenheit. So negative 18 is the hot time. That's a lot. Of yeah. Negative. So that's what I mean when we're like, oh yeah, the snow doesn't melt. Like, no, it's freezing. It doesn't even get close to melting. It doesn't even get close. This is not a hospitable environment at all. That is it's insane. Freezing. Negative 70 what? Six. Wow. Yeah, it's really cold. And then to just... For reference, the North Pole ranges from a high of 32 degrees Fahrenheit to negative 40 degrees Fahrenheit. So 32, that's, it's colder than that sometimes in New York. Oh my, yeah, like half the year. Yeah. 32, yeah, that's literally melting ice. Yeah. So that's crazy. It gets warm mm-hmm. sometimes there. And then Huge obviously difference. it gets really cold. Yeah. But yeah, it's very, very, very different. Um, the And then the North Pole isn't a isn't a land mat there's no continent up there you know what i'm trying to say like antarctica is a continent down there the closest thing in the north pole is greenland so we just call the north pole area the arctic um and obviously the north pole is the the single point that is the most northern point on the earth do they got a pole there i think santa has a pole there that's how you know there is a pole at one of them there might be a pole. I didn't read about it. So, didn't, what was like the first expedition up there to the North Pole? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't do research on the North Pole. That's okay. I think it's kind of like common knowledge. Um, not mine. <laughs> I'm not common enough. I'm forgetting the name. It's like a very famous expedition, if I'm not mistaken. Well, then, so the North Pole will vary a lot because it's like freezing ice and melting ice. Um, so there's not land at the North Pole? You can't just get to the North Pole? There, like, it, there are times where the North Pole could be in the middle of water? Well, it's ice. It's always going to be ice. But okay. but the closest land, I think, is Greenland. So, Don't ask me too many North that's Pole okay. questions. No, I I'm did just not wondering. study the North so Pole. So the closest, like... The closest land or the closest incorporated land? No, land. Okay, so beyond that, it's all ice. Yeah. Which is, you know, quote-unquote land that you could walk on, but it's not actually land. It's ice. Yes, yeah. Even though you might look out and see a vast landscape, it's not yeah. actually land there. This is what I understood, yes. Okay. Again, I didn't study it, so... No, that's okay. Let's... I'm not I'm not trying to okay. catch you. I'm just... I'm, I'm I don't know. I don't feel myself. like you're trying to catch me. I just don't want to be like making stuff up and telling the people things that I'm just making up off the top oh, of my head. Who cares? It's important. They know the truth. Um, so in the North Pole, because of this whole temperature difference, there's actually a ton of animals up there. There's reindeer, polar bears, squirrels, pretty much everything you can picture in a cold environment. They're up there. They're running around being cute. Doing it's weird that thing. reindeer are even real. They, I know. That seem, they seem fake. But they're not. They're I know. They're not at all fake. They live there. Um, and then in the... <laughs> it says the largest land animal in the Antarctic. So in Antarctica now, South Pole, is an insect called a wingless midge. <laughs> it's less <laughs> than a half an inch long. Oh my gosh. That's and the biggest animal? Land animal. Like that lives only oh, okay. on land. Um, there's no flying insects because they would get blown away. What does that land animal eat? I don't even know. He just, Snow? He, I don't, I guess so. There's nothing else. No other options. So 
I don't even know what he's doing, but props to you, wingless midge, because you're making it. Um, of course, there are marine animals like penguins. So I was raised... In, in Antarctica? Antarctica. South Pole? Yes, there are no penguins in the North Pole. All penguins live in the South Pole. Penguins are the only warm-blooded animals. Actually, that can't be true if there's whales and things. So penguins only live in the South Pole. And there's penguins, there's seals, whales, things like that. So there are larger animals down mm-hmm. there but they're all in the water so near the edges if you if you think about it right no one except that one wingless midge is living actually in the middle of antarctica on the land slash ice mm-hmm. which makes sense it's not hospitable yeah it, i mean it's <laughs> not to correct you but it's probably not even living on the middle of antarctica it's probably living right. very close to where the other animals are it's just that it has no business in the water at all you yeah, know like i yeah. can't imagine it can be found too many miles away from any other living thing or else like literally what would it be sustaining its right. life on like I it probably know. eats dead penguins I and like no idea penguin poop and stuff like that ew this is disgusting let's move on so there what about people right in the arctic there are lots of wait this is the north now yes the arctic yes i don't know if i've said that but the arctic is the north the antarctic is the south i think you said both of those but i don't think you said it side by side at Mm. all so the arctic uh there's lots of indigenous people who have lived there for thousands thousands of years who live on ice who live on ice, Greenland, <clears throat> this whole, just up there, up in that area. Okay. Um, and, you know, like Inuit um, people, they live up there. There's a permanent population in the Arctic of about 4 million people. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot. Throughout the whole, you know, the whole area. Yeah, it's a lot, but it's also... Because you can live there. You can make it work. You uh, wear a lot of fur. This isn't a question it. that I expect you to answer, but maybe based off your research, you can kind of give a approximation. You know how the circumference of the Earth is like, I don't know, 36,000 miles or something like that? Does I have that no sound idea. right? I have no idea. Maybe that's not even right. I'm, I'm wondering what is like the circumference of the area that would be considered the Arctic? Because yeah, you think of I like on the other side of the world... I don't know. I'm thinking of if you're up there above Canada, someone who's above Russia is on the other side of the world. But it's mm-hmm. like, no, they're probably like cool, pretty close. 900 miles yeah. to mm-hmm. either side. You yeah. Know? I think that's that's the thing. When you think about the North Pole and the South Pole, and we're talking about how it's so much warmer and people live up there, Canada, Greenland, Russia, these things aren't that far from the top. Whereas when you go to the bottom – Nothing, like I said, there's that one little bit of South America that kind of juts out towards it, but nothing is all that close. And it's freezing. Yeah. It's out of control. So the Antarctica, no people have ever lived there. There, there are no indigenous people to Antarctica. That's not, mm, not a not thing. Not possible. No. I told you. It was a wingless midge. He's by himself. <laughs> um, right now, there's a quote-unquote permanent population of about a thousand people and all that means is that at the at during the winter when the fewest scientists are there there will be about a thousand people down there and it can grow i saw varying numbers i saw four to five thousand in the summer sometimes more 
and then there there will be tourists that when come. is their summer is it it's opposite of of us so we're and in that's America. because it's in the southern hemisphere is yes. that the only difference yeah okay. yeah and it's the same thing with australia has an opposite right. summer of us south america any so it's summer hemisphere. there right now or coming up on, it's about to be summer yes yeah we're coming on like the hottest hottest time of the year i right? bet no one is traveling to antarctica right yeah, now yeah yeah although probably the best place to travel i bet they don't have any covid so good for them probably they don't have any people unless that probably gonna keep it that way i don't trust him he doesn't seem like he's gonna social distance (laughs) this is kind of interesting um wait so sorry (laughs) it it can be as high as four to five thousand people and how many of those people are scientists or is it all all of them them. yeah but there is tourism there right that's what i that's what i said there and there will be i think i saw uh there could be as much as like forty thousand tourists but they're just a year in it yeah a year. Oh, okay that but they're not even yeah they're not there. counted towards population and they like they that. i don't even know if they would like sleep on antarctica they're just on a boat you know they're on right. like a cruise ship. they can take a boat up yeah. to get off walk around for yes, an hour get exactly back on. Okay. exactly this number of a few thousand scientists are people who actually live on bases mm-hmm. on antarctica for a extended period of time extended doesn't even mean that long obviously right and the scientists there they're studying all kinds of different stuff they're studying there's climatologists there oceanographers marine biologists um and then also astronomers will go down there because of the dry climate and the there's no light pollution Mm. down there it's a really really great place to observe space that makes sense i mean you would think that'd be like the best place on earth to do it yeah yeah in fact it probably is so the history of antarctica history meaning the history that we humans are aware of is pretty interesting um first of all even the history that we aren't aware of so way back in the day like millions of years ago antarctica was actually didn't wasn't covered in ice and was lush and green and had forests and all kinds of stuff which is kind of why and dinosaurs it said dinosaurs were down there i'm baffled at how they would possibly know that but I, I don't I, know. i'm not i'm not doubting it i'm just yeah like, how i they know also how is that even possible I know. I don't know. I think, you know, obviously just the earth changes over time. But, yeah, it's pretty crazy to think that it went from that to what it is now. Maybe someday, millions of years in the future, it'll be back there. Yeah. Uh, So as far as, like, what I was saying about what humans know about Antarctica, so for, I guess, forever, for a really long time, people had the idea that there was a continent far to the south or at the south pole or whatever they had an idea of it they thought it was there but Mm -hmm. they had no proof or anything they just assumed and they called it terra australis terra australis that's a weird name yeah it was based off of some australis is that where australia comes from yes because when they found australia they were like this is it we found the southernmost continent, and they named it Australia, and that was the name that, for centuries, they had given to what they thought was the continent <laughs> on the bottom. That's crazy. And they just named Australia it and said, "Here we go, we got it." And then 
no one ever saw Antarctica. No human saw it until 1820. Isn't that kind of crazy? Yeah, that also seems pretty early to be venturing all the way down there. I mean, I know people yeah. have been sailing oceans for hundreds of years at that point, And, I mean, who's to say no one ever saw it before? I'm sure many people saw it and didn't survive well, the trip to tell anyone about it, yeah. you know. But, this guy uh, was a, an American uh, yeah. seal hunter named John Davis, um, and he he spotted it in 1820. And then, yeah, like you said, it says some historians dispute his claim that he was the first one, but it seems like around that time was when we as a collective had proof that Antarctica existed and and became interested yeah. in Someone's in always it. credited as the first, whether or not it's true right exactly so he was dang that's a long way to go hunting seals yeah so they had to come up with a new name for it because they had given the name away to australia so and you can't do takesies backsies on a name like that no it wouldn't be right so um they named it's based off a greek word and basically antarctico antarcticos is a Greek word, I guess. That just means opposite to the Arctic, which means opposite to the north. So it's just the opposite of the Ar- Arctic. Okay. So you have Arctic is on top, Antarctic is on bottom. And that's Fair how enough. we got the name for it. Ant- okay, I guess ant like antithesis. Yeah, yeah. ant I think is a Greek and probably Latin way of making opposite of whatever. Okay. We're getting to the end of... of my stuff i have some interesting fun facts oh i guess the last thing that is really interesting is that so antarctica there's no people right so who owns it who whose land is it right is it me (laughs) it is it's kind of you so i think there was some history of some people trying to stake their claim and this one's trying to do this and that one's trying to do that and it was kind of getting tense and we're like oh no what are we going to do i think i've heard about this so in 1959 12 countries with scientists um stationed around antarctica uh they signed an agreement that said antarctica shall continue forever to be used exclusively for peaceful purposes and shall not become the scene or object of international discord and by now, more than 38 countries have signed the Antarctic Treaty, and that's what it means. It means no one owns this, this is a place just to learn, and we're all going to be chill and cool while we're here. That's cool. Yeah, I know, right? That's like <laughs> just a an, a blip of a positive thing yeah. <laughs> in world history. That's really neat. Yeah, it's really nice to hear. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all of the... The cold hard facts that I got for you. Um, now we're just left with like a few fun ideas. I love fun ideas. Oh, well, this isn't necessarily fun ideas. It's kind of important. So why is Antarctica colder than the Arctic? This is this is what I got. I'm sure a scientist would tell you way better, obviously. But here are the reasons. Number one, the elevation. Antarctica is uh, has really really high elevation. It's m- most of the continent is more than uh, almost ten thousand feet above sea level. So that's really high. Wow, that is really high. Yeah. So and as we know, even in 
regular continents, the higher the elevation, the colder it gets. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be uh, number one reason why it's so cold there. Um, The second thing seems to have to do with heat transferred through the ocean and the way like the oceans move around the arctic just like brings more heat up there oh, okay versus right, in that, the South that makes Pole, sense that's not happening and then the third one which apparently doesn't have a huge impact but it sounded important to me is so you know how the earth when the earth is going around the sun it's not a perfect circle it's an ellipsis mm-hmm. so at the point of the at the time of year when it's antarctica summer and the earth is tilted so it's pointed you know the bottom is pointed toward the sun that happens to be the time when the earth is furthest from the sun because okay of so the at shape. antarctica's sunniest point it's the it's furthest, furthest when the, the, the earth is from the sun yeah so okay. even when they get their chance it's like as far as you could be yeah. from the actual sun so that they and said so all right if you're picturing that if you're picturing the Earth at its furthest point from the sun, mm-hmm. and the bottom of the Earth tilted towards the sun, mm-hmm. and obviously the South Pole is tucked or, or like under the curve on the bottom of the Earth. Mm-hmm. So it's literally the difference between negative seventy degrees and I don't know the tip of South America. I'll just say that's maybe at its coldest thirty degrees. Like is that a uh, hundred degree difference? Literally just because Antarctica is a little further away and getting less sun because it's like tucked under the bottom of the earth yeah, more. But also, I'm sure the tip of of South America is is colder than that. I I had no and idea. I don't know winter. what country is that. Argentina, and then I get I think Patagonia is down there. Okay, um, I mean I know they definitely have mountains down there that yeah. that are cold and snowy, but so. So yeah, I thought that was that was interesting too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't say this yet, but probably people are familiar with this idea. We're dealing with this a little bit now. How it gets so dark so early in the evening. Antarctica and the Arctic are both places where essentially their deal is it's sunny for twenty four hours a day for six months, and then it's dark twenty four hours a day for six months. I'm gonna be honest. I've never quite understood this. It's because of the tilt of the earth. It's tilted away. So even if you're spinning, this top isn't ever getting any light because it's tilted away from the sun. Well, okay, so at what point does it tilt towards the sun? If I'm When it mo- it it the axis it just makes it I mean <laughs> I know it's hard to explain, hard but to explain. I know that I've never understood it, so I'm trying because to since it. the Earth is tilted on an axis, yes, sometimes the the axis is tilted such that the north is tilted toward the sun, and sometimes it's tilted such that the south is tilted toward the sun. And so, oh, really? Yeah, and so if you are on the point that's pointed away from the sun right now, whether it's the north or south. You just never get a chance. Like, even though you spin, you're still just pointed away uh-huh. the whole time. So you never get sun. I understand that part. I guess I don't understand how and when the axis tilts and now it's opposite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When does that occur? I guess it 
I mean, if you think about it, if it's half the year it's one way and half the year the other, I mean, it's slowly shifting the whole time. It's not like one day it just goes like, yank, and like, <laughs> and like goes the other I way. I know, but I'm just trying to picture the revolution of the Earth around the sun. Like, it, mm-hmm. does it does it literally, over time, like... Go yeah. upright and like well, that. Well, because also like, we have an, it's like slowly wobbling, kind yes. of. Yeah. Oh, okay. And that's why we have an equinox when we are like straight up. Oh, no. That's over my head. This was not what I was supposed to study. Anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> so what are some fun facts about Australia? Um, I don't care about Australia. Oh, sorry, but Antarctica. Uh, this dude who's Norwegian, whose name, goodness, I don't think I'm going to say it right, but it's Borge. Usland, Norwegian, <laughs> and he is the first person to travel across Antarctica solo uh, without resupplying. So basically, he just started out on one end one day and then walked across it and got to the other end. Did he do this recently? Somebody did it like a year ago. No, no. This was, uh, he did this in the 90s. Okay. So someone else probably did it as well, but he was the first guy to do it. Uh-huh. It took him 63 or 64 days. He did have a kite. To assist him, but that was <laughs> for what? <laughs> pull him along, I guess. Oh, like a sail. Yeah, of. yes, like a sail. Okay. They called it a kite, but uh, and no, then that makes sense. it said he also holds the record for the fastest journey to the South Pole, just just like the half foot getting to the South Pole, and he got there in thirty four days, which good for this dude. And he has also done all these trips in the Arctic. He just can't get enough of the cold. It's crazy. So good for him. Also, he sounds like he probably hates his wife. I'm guessing. Who says he has a wife? I don't know. He hates his husband or <laughs> hates his loneliness. A... <laughs> I don't know. He just does not he want to be home. <laughs> um, the coldest temperature ever recorded on Earth was negative 89.2 degrees Celsius. I was going to say Fahrenheit. I feel like it gets lower than that regularly. 128.6 degrees Fahrenheit on July 21st, 1983. At the Russian base at the South Pole in Antarctica. Wow, a negative one twenty something Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's that is so crazy. cold. How are these people even alive? You, that is insane. But also, what's crazy is that I know in North America, mm-hmm. it maybe even just the United States. I shouldn't say North America. In the United States, I'm pretty sure there are records that are like negative fifty. I don't know about that, but sure. Yeah, but negative 120 is way different than negative 50. Yeah, that's true. It is way different, but it's I'm I'm I guess I'm kind of surprised it's not colder. I I don't know what you want from this earth because that is pretty dang cold. I wonder how fast you would just freeze to death outside. I that. feel like pretty fast. That's wild. Uh if you throw boiling water in the air in Antarctica, pretty much at any time, I think. Doesn't matter summer, winter, any day. It will instantly vaporize. You throw boiling water in the air; it instantly vaporizes. Most turns. We used to, to do that when we were little. And other turns to ice. Did you ever do it? Mm-mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm sure it has to be really, really cold. I don't think. Yeah, fifteen degrees here. is cutting it, but yeah. like when it's negative five, if you go outside and toss it up in the air, it just like poof, yeah. poofs. It's pretty cool. Um, that is very cool. Uh, there are southern lights down in Ar- Antarctica. Too. You know how there's northern lights? Mm-hmm. There's southern lights down there, too. There's other interesting visual phenomena. There, uh, diamond dust, they call it, which is 
basically a ground level cloud composed of tiny ice crystals and it looks like like they call it That's diamond dust cool. it, yeah i'm sure it's really really beautiful another thing is a I, I don't know why they call it this but a sun dog which is oftentimes you'll it's just an atmospheric phenomenon that next to the the real sun mm-hmm. you'll see another really bright spot and it almost looks like a second sun. Oh, that's And it's so called weird. a sun dog. I don't know why I didn't look into it, but I thought it sounded cool. It seems like a Star Wars thing or something. Yeah, it probably is. I think Star Wars came up with it. Um, yeah, that's odd. Yeah, and that is a weird name. Mm-hmm. Um, the one, you know, bummer of news of this, which is no surprise to anyone, is that the Antarctic Peninsula is warming more quickly than many other areas on Earth. Um, it's one of the most rapidly warming places on Earth. And uh, over the past 50 years, average temperatures have increased by 3 degrees Celsius, um, which is five times the average increase on Earth, I guess. Hmm. So uh, that's a real bummer. But what I've seen, it seems like it probably because it, it's already warmer, what's going on in the Arctic seems worse. What's going on Up in north. the north, yeah, seems even worse. Well, give it another 700 years and maybe you'll only have to wear a sweatshirt when you go there. Yeah, and you'll have to swim because there'll be no <laughs> land left. We're all just water creatures. Like a water world. Yeah. That's where we're headed, water world. So watch the movie and decide if that's what you want. <laughs> you could do worse. Yeah. I guess so. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So that felt a little disjointed, but... But there's a lot oh, of interesting no, I facts, think, I mean, right? I thought that was really cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. I mean, it, it's it's something that I really, I didn't know anything about, about Antarctica. Mm-hmm. I could think I did, but if I really got down to it, I didn't know anything about it. And now I feel like I have a nice little overview. I think this idea. is a great overview. I think, I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, it seems like, okay, we now we all know pretty much all anyone needs to know about Antarctica. Yeah. There's probably not, I mean, this was really cool, and mm-hmm. this was interesting, but there's probably not that much interesting stuff beyond what we just talked but about. But here's the thing. If you listen to this episode, and something sparked in you, and you thought, wow, that sounds fascinating. Maybe you are meant to be a scientist down there, and please follow that dream and become a scientist and write to us about it. Yeah, well, you can before it's Waterworld. Yeah, before it's Waterworld. Cool. Sound good? Yeah, this was awesome. Great, Great job. Let's go warm up. I feel cold. <sighs> good idea. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Instagram at 30 Minute Expert Podcast, where you can see cool photos of all the things we talked about today. And send us suggestions for future episodes. Also, if you're a real life expert on one of the topics we covered, write to us and let us know what we missed. You can email us at 30 Minute Expert Podcast. That's 30 Minute Expert Podcast at gmail.com. If it's something especially interesting, maybe we'll read it on the show. If you're enjoying the podcast, please subscribe. And if you're really enjoying it, write a review. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Bye-bye. Bye.